0: Good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of practice Furnace with me, Robert. Where baby? Man, like Mo he here. Come on.
1: Man started the thing bare yawning, you know. Like say man can't see you yawning like that.
0: Mm. I guess I'm just tired of being amazing. What can I say?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Even with fatigue, you're still able to drop these bars.
2: Consistently Guest.
0: Jeez. or just consistent, okay. All right, anyway. Oh, I have a new segment that I want to try.
2: Okay,
0: I don't know if it will, it will work. I think it's quite passive aggressive, but that's why it's funny. <laughs>
1: this guy creates a whole new segment and doesn't let the man them know, he's just bringing it up on us, you know.
0: let let me. Here? Let me let me give like 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 a, like a little intro into how this thought came into my head, right? Mm-hmm. So this afternoon, um, you know, I sent a message in the group. Oh guys, we were recording tonight. I said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." But before I had a couple of hours before Moses had to put something in the group, uh, and no one had had replied to anything. No, like that. You man are pagans like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> why <well, laughs> well, thought we were make a great segment? Is anything that gets ignored in the group in the week? We will view it on the podcast <laughs> together <laughs> and then decide whether it was worth ignoring or not. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be great. I don't know if we'll start that like, this week or give ourselves like a chance and then start it from next week.
2: More I am I'm happy it being ignored. No one responds to it. Yeah, no one responds so to it. If someone responds to it, if one you're turns out of the 2 you're truth.
0: safe. You're safe. Okay. Cool. Be it be it a video, be it a meme, be it a link, <laughs> whatever it is. Bro, the baddest one would be if it was a voice note <laughs> expressing oh. your heart. <laughs> then no one responds oh. to. it. Well, you have <laughs> to play
2: it online. Okay.
0: Yeah, you have to you have to play it online. That's rad. Cool. We'll start that from next week, okay? I'm, I'm just going to throw it out there. That's okay? Rad. And I'll be so, I'll be keeping records so that I can have them ready. For, okay? You guys, you've been warned.
1: Hey, if you man send a voice note, I am not responding. If <laughs> you play the thing live, I'll uh, listen to it. You're going to see the double blue ticks. Listened. Yeah, all of that. I ain't responding to it. Does, does it count? Does it count if you listen to it, but you don't respond?
2: Yes. Yeah, because all the links, I presume, we've seen, we just haven't
0: responded. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. <sighs> all right. That's great. That's set up for next week. Sorry. no, sorry. It. What's your second? No, you were in the hot seat last week. You were in the hot seat last week. That means it's okay. me. Okay. I you want to go first because my brain yeah. is still working.
1: Bro, my brain is ticking, boy. Um. Oh, okay. So, do you know of the? You, you must know the Book of Enoch.
2: Mm. I mean, you say I must know. I haven't read it
1: before, but yeah. I'm no sure I was about to say you know of it. Yes. Yeah. Um. So I was bizarrely, this isn't a question. This is like backstory. Mm. Bizarrely, um. Spotify recommended a podcast that goes through the Book of Enoch, to me. I'm like what would make you want to recommend this podcast to me like I don't listen to any explicitly religious podcasts on Spotify why would you want to do that but well, yeah
2: it's what your Spotify activity is the only thing is watching
1: facts facts <laughs> um so my question is um how would you go about talking to someone about they're like, they are interacting with the Book of Enoch. How would you go about that conversation? Would you agree? Would you encourage it? Would you disen- uh, Like, uh, not encourage it? Like, why? Why not? How would you go about it?
2: Mm.
1: And if but you then, could explain what the Book of Enoch
2: is for those who don't know it. Um, if I'm right, the Book of Enoch is sort of a, um, a lost book of the... It's, it's not a book of the Bible. It's a lost... It's a book that apparently they think was written... Um, to be part of the Bible, but isn't included, was rejected. Um, I don't know which council rejected it, um, but yeah, I think it's mm. it's supposed to be a, a book in the Bible, but isn't yeah because it was rejected for yeah, a specifically
1: of, you know, the Old Testament.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think um, one of the reasons was because the authorship wasn't as uh, clear. We, we, it's not you know that wrote it. Um, okay i I think that's one of the reasons why Mm. i I don't
1: Um, i don't know why the reasons but i just know it's not in the bible
2: yeah yeah and and for me that would be my stance my stance would be the bible is sufficient as is um and we we sort of as with all things have to trust somewhat in the decisions that were made by the early church as to what to include in the bible Mm. um and I know that what we've got is sufficient, what we've got is coherent, what we've got ties in together well enough, even though there are other books that the Bible itself references that aren't yeah. part of the part of the canon. Um, when I say canon, the accepted books, um, the widely accepted books, but what we've got is sufficient. And there are reasons why the book of Enoch was rejected. Um, and in as much as if, if you want to read it for vocabulary or for, you know, a tertiary reading, I would always be, well, you know, well, are you going to benefit more from that than you would spending more time in your Bible? Considering mm. the Bible itself is sufficient. Um, or is it extra stuff that maybe we don't necessarily need? Um and, and so, yeah, my, my thing would be, I wouldn't recommend it. I'd say the Bible is sufficient. I wouldn't then also say, you know, if you read it, you're going to hell. So that's, not, that's not accurate either. Um, and, I, I, yeah, I, I just say, you know, um, there's so much more to gain, to glean from the Bible. I wonder if it's worth the time. You know, spending it delving into other books. But if it's of your interest, um, mm-hmm. why not? You know, I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with it, uh, so long as you're reading, understanding that the Bible as it is is sufficient. And mm-hmm. what you should be applying, what you should be taking, what God, I think, wants to present to us is contained therein. Everything else is tertiary at best, um, and to approach it as such. So that would be sort of my my response, I think.
1: Yeah, I like it. For as vague as the question was, I think that was a good answer. Um, obviously, people may have more specific, nuanced reasons which you'd have to interact with on a more individual basis. But just as a general, vague question, yeah, I think you answered it well. I think, yeah. Um, I know a couple of people who have read it and they were speaking about I know someone who actually owned it. Mm. Um, went into her room and she was like, it was just on her bed. I was like, oh, okay. Um, it speaks it speaks a lot more into the um, the angelic, Angels and stuff, um, yeah, yeah, the angelic yeah. stuff with Lucifer and, and they're like oh, it gives us an insight into um, what was happening within the heavenlies that the, the biblical text doesn't get tell us. I almost approach it similar as the Apocrypha I believe is mentioned. Yeah. the Catholic, um, yeah. Bible, where it's just like these extra books I have never read them And I have no desire to yeah. um, But I'm like, you man want to read it, that's fine Like, go for it um, But, yeah, as for me and my Household, nah, but I'm yeah. joking I'm just like, yeah, I just, yeah Yeah, yeah. but yeah, nah, I vibes with it.
0: I also think it's, it's, it's Important to be careful that Books like that, and even books That may be written by a favourite author don't become gospel in place of the gospel. Facts. Yeah,
2: yeah. Which it's is... The, the uh, Picarians. The, yeah. the Picarians, yes. Yeah. You're buying your pastor's book on everything, reading your pastor's book on everything, and you haven't read the Bible in a while. Facts.
1: There's um a... Oh, I was going to say something, but I totally forgotten. Yeah, I've forgotten it. Um, yeah, I've forgotten yeah. Of oh, that's what I was gonna say. There's a, th- there's there's an extra New Testament book that I've heard Muslims, um, well, Muslims were arguing with me about when I first came to faith, into trying to negate the validity of the New Testament, mm-hmm. the Gospel of Barnabas.
2: Okay.
1: I'm not yeah. sure if you guys have come across that.
2: Yeah, um, so Barnabas.
1: They they meant, they say Barnabas was one of the... So it was Barnabas and somebody else who... Barnabas and Paul, that were No, so um, Barnabas and somebody else who was to take Judas's place when the apostles were casting lots. Mm. Um, Or was it Barnabas or whatever? When the apostles cast lots to see who would replace um, Judas... One of them was by ba- ba- Barnabas or Barnabas. I'm not sure if he was actually included, but in his gospel, apparently, who's Fanning?
0: So I'm scratching my finger.
1: <laughs> um, apparently that gospel refers to Jesus as only being a man mm. and denies his divinity. Mm um and so the muslims are like oh why why isn't that added into the bible why are you not conveniently skipping that out um and i'm like clearly it makes sense why that's me skipped out but <laughs> you, know, wanna, you know just want to you know just want to argue <laughs> cool um so yeah there's there's another book that again it's like it wasn't added for whatever reason um i, I guess you can understand from the little that i've explained even though i haven't read it myself
2: um yeah yeah, you got you got how many a, at least four different accounts coherently talking about this person. That's not enough for you. The one account that the says one, something left side, you know. Like, oh, why did you why did you avoid that one? Why did Mohammed marry kids? Shut up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's bad. But yeah, it's yeah, it's it's almost like going on Amazon and not buying a product because of that one. One star review yeah. Even though it's got yeah. like A hundred Five star reviews
2: so And then when you go like, Into the one star review You realise that They bought the wrong thing Not that the thing was wrong it was like, yeah. Or it came damaged So
1: the product Isn't necessarily faulty But yeah Yeah yeah. Alright Robert Over
0: to you cool. Alright Peter Hello Um, During praise on worship How do you know Whether what you're feeling Is the presence of God Or if you're just Catching the vibe I like that one. Mm.
2: There's several elements to this. I I think the first thing that comes to mind is it doesn't matter. That's something I need to know, is that it doesn't matter. And I think um, there's a level of maturity that then removes the need for sensationalizing worship and the worship experience. It doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be all of those things. It doesn't have to be all of that for God's presence to be there. Um, why? Because God's presence isn't predicated on those things, it's not predicated on you've got great worship or you've got a great sound stage or you've got, you know, the lights in the right direction. X, whatever, you know, all of those things end up being sensational. They end up being, in our senses, as you said, they end up being artificially creating the vibe. And I think it's important to know that that's not the point of it, um, and so that's the first thing that I think a mature Christian should realise is that's not the point. Um, the 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 difference between what you're feeling and God's presence, I think, again, does come with maturity, um, and it does come with being familiar. And and, and actually, I, I also think it's worth clarifying that. And as much as I'm saying that's not the point, it's not then to say, you shouldn't feel anything. You're worshiping, you know, you're looking at the solution to every problem. You're, you're adoring and, um, and 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 magnifying um, a source or a person that's worthy of the adoration and, and magnification. So that will intrinsically sometimes or, or more often than not trigger certain emotions. Because it's an emotional activity. Fair enough. I'm saying, um, I guess I'm more addressing immediately that the need to chase that, and mm. then to to say, oh no, your worship wasn't wasn't powerful because I didn't feel something like, nah, that that's that's not the point. Um, yes, regarding knowing what what, what I feel and knowing the presence, I think comes down to the individual's maturity um we're supposed to be able to worship we are supposed to worship in spirit and in truth neither of those things require um any of the things that build the vibes if that makes sense spirit and in truth worship is spiritual and rooted in truth truth that you will find in the word um and so i think it's, it will it will come down to that. It will come down to recognizing that and as much as it is an emotional activity and as much as it is something that I can get involved with my um, senses, the point of it should be that I am worshiping him spiritually, in the spirit and in truth, in things that are rooted in truth. So I'm not, whatever you're doing, you know, whatever you're doing during worship, if you are imagining I, I don't want to actually even put anything down. I'm not gonna do that. But whatever you're doing during worship, if it's not in spirit and it isn't rooted in truth, then it's just vibes. So that's for me is 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 the marker. And and I guess that will then flesh itself out in some of the lyrics that are, you know, being used, and it will flesh itself out in um how much attention is paid into. Is paid to actually magnifying God and not magnifying the worship leader or the the, the instrumentalist or the light show that's going on. You know, um, all those things end up building the vibe. And for uh, again, for maybe less mature Christians, for younger ones, those things help. And even for more mature Christians, it helps when it's really good worship or when some person singing doesn't sound like they've got, you know, a frog a fro- down their throat um, and they're ruining all the, all the harmonies, you know. The, all those things definitely help. And at least, at the very least, they don't end up being distractions. But those things shouldn't be chased and shouldn't be required to worship in spirit and in truth. Those things end up being, I think, the most genuine, just a worship singer, a worship leader who is striving to give their God their best worship. And so they've put in the work to do that. And that comes out with them singing in incredible harmonies and all of that. And that's them worshiping God to the best of their ability. And that's fine. And again, that wall out to the vibes. Um, But where those things are chased, I think you missed the point. And I think when you're chasing those things, then you are veering down the the powerful vibes and wanting a feeling as opposed to worshiping in
0: spirit and in truth. Mm. That's good. I remember when I used to lead worship at Salvation Army, like (laughs) my metric as to whether it was good or not was whether the worship led to spontaneous prayer. I was like, yeah, (laughs) they they call it, they call
2: it. i mean that's that's a good indicator it is a, it, it it's not good enough it is it really is it's a, it's a good one in as much as i feel from knowing you that there's part of your ego involved in that <laughs> it's a good it is a good indicator definitely
0: hey i'm matured i'm matured
1: wow
2: well,
1: it's like i i would definitely say there's um there are production values that go into worship sets that induce a feeling even if the people aren't worshipping there's this production value that may that may be more akin to some um, churches I'm not going to mention names where there's like (laughs) there's there's like (laughs) I was going to say something but I might get someone in trouble so yeah. (laughs) (laughs) there's there's like the smoke machine the the fogs the lights like like everything and even like i think there's been a psychological research done that indicates that when there's certain frequencies hit it induces certain emotions Mm -hmm. um and so if everything is kind of tuned into that then it's easier to kind of induce those those things I I do like your notion of just like if there's spontaneous worship, I, I would also say there's a lot of um, idolatry yeah. around the sensationalism of worship. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, our worship is lit. Like we we did this. or we had they had we had gold dust coming from the roof. Have you looked had gold dust before? Um, I I went to worship and I came back with a gold tooth. Because <laughs> that's 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 the point of worship, um, and I know someone with that testimony, and I'm not trying to knock his testimony, um, but that's almost like his mountaintop moment, and I'm just like that—that that really isn't a mountaintop moment. Um, it's a great experience, <laughs> but it shouldn't be a mountaintop moment. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, one thing that I would add, though, in what Peter mentioned in terms of um, um, God desires worship us to worship him in spirit and in truth, I do believe that that spirit and truth um, engulfs the whole of who you are. And so it wraps up your physicality it wraps up your intellect it wraps up your emotions it wraps up it wraps up the entirety of who you are and so again it comes back to like surrender you you get into the space of total abandonment to the awe and majesty of who god is and you're in this space of almost non-regard of yourself in awe of who god is now there may be an emotional sensation or there may be a physical sensation along with that but you're no longer really pursuing that. You've just abandoned yourself to God and to who he is in the moment, like whatever whatever you're going, whatever you're going through, whatever you're looking for, like you've abandoned all of that in, in recognition of who God is. Um, and that's, that's almost like a, not a practical way, but one way in which I believe it ought to look, um, almost like the ideal in worship where it's like we seek to get to this space of just being in awe of who God is in total abandonment of who we are but even who we are being wrapped up into that where it's just like yo this is the God who loves us who we serve who has called us by his name who sent his son to die for us like yeah all of that just wrapped into it and that not being something that you just do with your head or your heart or your body or your voice but it's the entirety of who you are being
0: offered to god um in that way yeah cool and i think i might just add don't get caught up in watching what other people are doing and thinking right (laughs) why do you look like they're having so much more fun than i you know it's a it's a very personal thing between you and God and yeah if someone's crying and you're not crying doesn't mean that they're feeling it more than you you know Everyone's
2: I mean they're crying you're watching them cry someone's doing something better
1: someone's doing something better yeah yeah well. <laughs> don't watch me watch God <laughs>
0: No, no. Cool. All right, let's get into today's topic. Um, did you guys watch the, the funeral on Monday? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So Bloody anti monarchists I'm
1: not. I'm not anti. I just don't really care. This is the
2: thing. It's it's more. <laughs> No, yeah, it's not, I was I was actually watching, watching watch.
1: Zootropolis.
2: Okay.
0: That's a good movie. It is. Oh, that's
2: just trying sick. to recover from sick being sick. So
1: yeah. I was watching Zootropolis. We started watching Inception. And then we switched over to Zootropolis. Yeah. We went over for a family dinner. Mm. And the in-laws wanted to watch it, but everyone vetoed them out of their own house. So like, nope. Zootropolis. Yeah. But, but, the dopest thing is, there was a black girl who said the, who led the prayers for the nations, yeah. And that's one of the girls that I really par with. So, yeah, I was dope to, what even do you if really I didn't them? So, it's like, she's, she's part of, like, my circle and stuff.
2: You know the person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, personally?
1: Yeah, like, personally.
2: Oh, okay, okay.
1: Wait, who's this?
2: Um, the girl that hen, led hen, the prayers for the nations.
1: Yeah. At the funeral. Does she have a name? Her name is Shamara. Yeah, she's the one should
2: that should
1: be the prayers for the name. Sharp. Yeah, sharp. Her name is Shamara. It should be on the I'm saying it freely because it's it's public knowledge now. But yeah. Um when I went to the conference, the youth conference, she was the one that invited me. I studied with her, like, yeah, there's there's like a long, at least like a Yeah, like what? Like a five, yeah, about five years. Yeah, five year long history now. She's mad. So yeah, it was, it was dope just seeing that and then just seeing that blow up on her Instagram. I was just like, go on. Like, yeah, you're doing stuff.
2: Yeah. yeah. I was going to challenge her on the why it mattered that she was a black person, but given you know her personally, actually, that's fine. I mean,
1: she can still challenge it.
2: I still <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no, no. No, 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 no. In just that, you know the person. I was going to say like, why does it matter? If you didn't know, the first that like, the only thing that mattered to you for the funeral was that like a black person led prayer for the military. facts, like, facts. Why is why that matter? Facts. Nah, if you know the first power.
0: No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I watched. Watch I, watched it, it, yeah. I watched. I watched. I watched a bit of it. Right. I watched. I watched. I can't remember how much I watched. Why
2: but... did you watch it if you don't remember what I'm
0: asking? Andrea wanted to watch it. <laughs>
2: Okay.
0: And so I watched cool. it. And it was funny, you know, when they started singing God Save the King, they, they 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 like pant they panted Charles and I swear down his his mouth twitched a little bit. <laughs> you could see that you could you, could, you could see the smile trying to come out. I was like, no, nah, I gotta affirm it, I gotta affirm it.
2: I'll tell you what I did notice because Anita was watching it, um uh, yeah, I didn't care. What I did notice was how bad. The British Army or the Royal Army, whatever their marching is, and like, they can't march, they can't <laughs> march for anything. They're walking, they're not marching properly. Like you watch Ghana Independence Day, you watch the school kids march past, and they're marching with much more precision. Their drills are so much cleaner than what they're doing there. But yeah,
0: it's a shame. So, anyway, if you what happened, that happened, and we had a whole bank holiday but couldn't go anywhere. So, like, what's oh. what's what's what the bank holiday?
2: Oh. Why couldn't you go anywhere?
0: Everywhere was closed. They're shut,
2: they're
0: shut. Oh, yeah, out of respect. As for the plan to go my, back here,
1: my Amazon delivery came the day after.
2: <laughs> I'm like, Amazon, Amazon didn't work on that. Like, are you raw? Yeah. But you've got to understand a lot of it was a economic decision. Cause if you're the one company that doesn't do it, oh what you don't care about the monarchy? Yeah, okay, we're gonna boycott you, sort of thing. So
0: yeah, but no really one really cares
2: about the monarchy. Evidently, they so do. The how many people turned for, up
1: for long-term uh, game?
2: Yeah, how um, many people turned up?
0: Bro, no, but the
2: f- people were waiting in line for like hours and hours. Apparently, that's the whole. Well, shit. apparently, the longest was a twenty-four hour wait. Like literally, twenty-four hour wait to see her lying in the States or something. Bro, but people clearly I saw- do care.
1: I saw this one article that spoke about... This woman said, I queued up twice.
2: <laughs> yeah, again.
1: Why? Why? Why?
2: She
0: didn't
1: You finish saw the, the body. You
0: didn't even you see the body. And you saw the you, casket. You, you saw the casket. And then you went back to see it. again. Yeah, I can't get my head around that. I can't. Did you go I to the fact you- this funeral... <laughs> i remember watching one video where um i think it was like a couple who were like one of the last people to like see the casket and like oh this is this is like the greatest day of my life even better than the birth of my kids <laughs> bro I if i, I was that kids
1: person's kids yeah if i was that person's kids you see your funeral yeah i'm burning your ashes i'm just scattering it yeah, down burning the the ashes. <laughs> that's yes <laughs> yes, I'm burning the ashes, scattering that in the Thames. Like what? It's just
2: mad. Hey, who's who's
0: vibrating? If it's PR. Sorry,
2: that was me. Yeah.
0: Okay. Anyway, it was nice. It was nice. The crown was looking very stolen with the jewels and the gold. On it. <laughs> um. Yeah, it was a nice service. It must be said. And then this week, um, uh, I think I was watching Good Morning Britain or something like one of those shows. And they were talking about how King Charles, he ain't no king, Queen Lizzie for life. Talking about how he wanted his coronation to be like more stripped down um, because he understands, you know, UK is going through cost of living crisis and he didn't want to be spending all this money um, whilst the British people were going through strife. My thing is the extra money is not the extra money that you're not gonna spend is not gonna go to the people anyway. Yeah. And and you're probably gonna spend it on the after party where <laughs> that um, that no one sees. Yeah. Um yeah, anyway. So they had these two guests on discussing whether or not it was a good idea for Charles to have a, a strip back thing. And then one of the ladies was talking about how he should go all out because it's tradition. You know, mm. it's coronation, tradition. Um what did she say? She said that. She says something I can't remember. But then it made me think about the traditions that we have within Christianity mm. and whether all of them are good or, or whether there are some that maybe we should chuck out the window. And maybe there are some that we need to start. You know? And you know, I was thinking of traditions like, ugh, what do you call a tradition? Well, I I, I guess you could say like, Doing like the Christmas story, the like Nativity at Christmas. That's the tradition. Doing Easter, the, um, the Resurrection story around Easter. Um, even the way we do church services, you know, ending with what's it called? What's it called? Benediction? No, not not the Benediction, the other one. The grace. The grace. You know, what kind of demon is living in you that has a problem with the grace? <laughs> No, 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 no! I, I, I'm just saying that it's it's like become tradition where, like, it's almost something that happens. It's just, it's just something that happens, almost man like.
2: Mindset no, hold on, hold on, hold on. We can't skip
1: faster. We can't. Skip faster. We can't skip faster. Said,
2: what kind of demon is living? In
0: and to be fair, I didn't say there was anything wrong with the Greeks. So. Bro, that's <laughs> that's your demon de- 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 of- overcompensating.
2: <laughs> it's gonna be burning. Oh, coming.
0: you guys have your moment. I'm sorry. <laughs> so we're praying too much here. It's not... It's not... <laughs> I didn't even say it was a bad thing. I'm just saying that it's become something that's almost like, 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 like second nature. <clears throat> Do you know
1: what? Yeah. Is how we got to that statement. Is that? All... <sighs> <sighs>
0: okay.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Okay, okay, I'm composed, I'm composed. <sighs> <sighs> okay, yeah, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back.
0: You know, so, when yeah, you tradition. said traditions,
1: yeah, I really thought you were going to say, go along the roots of Catholicism and their traditions of, no, like, burning Jesus, incense yeah. and walking down the oh, aisle yeah, yeah. and stuff yeah. like that and, like, wearing the robes. Yeah, I thought you were going to go down that path.
0: Oh, we could go out there as well. I was talking about I I, I was talking about like tr- 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 traditions in general. So like Lent
1: and Christmas and Easter and all of them
0: things there. Yeah, so it's also so like you've got the ones based around like events in the Bible, but then you but, but mm. then you do have like your like reading of the creed and the yeah. swinging of the incense, the incense bowl. Mm. Um so
2: like I can't speak much for sort of church history and the traditions that have come out specifically of that. What I can speak to is the fact that um, a lot of stuff like um, the festivals and, and stuff like that, especially in the Bible, were given so that people don't forget what God has done. And they were given sort of to remind people and draw their attention back to their goddess. So even though those things were built in and became tradition, as it were, there was a very specific reason. And actually, when the people of Israel stopped observing those traditions, their hearts were very easily turned away from God. So there was clearly a reason why. Um I think human, uh, we're just, we, we end up doing that. We end up building traditions around things that... Yeah mean something to us or things that um, take us back to something we have birthdays to remember the day of birth like you know, and it's not it's not christian per se but it's like we do certain things we have anniversaries and other things to commemorate milestones because we're sentimental creatures that can do that and so i think that those things have sort of filtered into church which is a group of humans is unsurprising What I think I will say to address your question is, I think we need to constantly be aware and be, um, yeah, be 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 have the presence of mind to recognize when some of these traditions are no longer necessary. Mm -hmm. So um, I can speak to sort of the Church of Pentecost, and I'll call them out because actually I think this is a good thing. They were super big on males sit on one side females sit on one side females don't wear trousers um you cover your head and and all of that and it was very that was very Ghanaian um a very Ghanaian tradition or at least a tradition that played very well to the conservative Ghanaians that formed the the um the 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 infancy of that church after a while especially once they started to um spread and they come to you know European countries and stuff with that church. We rec- they recognize those are traditions that were not necessarily even particularly useful, but that played to where the church started and to that group, but doesn't apply and isn't necessary for everyone else. And they very, you know somewhat reluctantly let those traditions go because they weren't biblical. There were more cultural things that didn't play to the culture that they were in. Um, And so that I think those sort of things, when we are we're able to take a look at ourselves and we're able to sort of rightly judge ourselves, we can identify where some of these things have just become cultural traditions or uh, cultural traditions or things that we do out of um, convenience or whatever that we can then say, okay, this is no longer necessary. This isn't serving the purpose that we put it in place for. And then we should be able to let those go. Um whether I think the grace is part of that, I don't know, but yeah.
0: Well okay, yeah. you know, you know, what, uh, so, so, <laughs> so, I'm sorry, I'm
2: sorry. I'm, children,
0: I'm children. Oh no but no, no no but even then, you know like things like the grace, things like the Lord's Prayer, I think that it's very easy to just go through the motions and like rattle it off without yeah. like really thinking about what it is that you're saying. Yeah. and so is it even effective? Like are you even remembering or are you just saying the words that you have remembered? Can i can i can I
2: address that quickly? Because I know, Robert, you haven't spoken and and Mara hasn't spoken. but I quickly want to say that the solution or the idea that doing something repeatedly can somewhat make it lose its value. Isn't remedied by not doing that thing. I've heard stupid arguments. I'll say stupid arguments that, oh no, don't be so nice every time we see me because then it will lose its value. So uh, <laughs> I should not be nice sometimes, and yeah. just like you, you're reminded Keep that your I can be nice. Keep Keep your toes. Like, no, that's not the thing. I think the thing is rather to emphasize those things. That the the Lord's Prayer, I think, a very good template um, on how to pray. Um, we should rather, from time to time, remind ourselves of its significance, or the significance of the words and and the sort of um, stages it goes through as pertains to prayer. Not to then just say, oh, we say all the time, is it effective? Well, the way you make it effective is you start teaching, uh, or you repeatedly teach, on these things, so we don't lose that value, and it's the same for it's the same for saying the grace. It's the same for some of these things that, as you said, have become sort of almost expected parts of a service, um, that we don't then lose their value by just um, by just repeating it, but actually we, from time to time, teach on and draw attention to the value that is there while still maintaining the thing because they're powerful things and they're useful things. Um, So, yeah, that's that's my
1: I was going to jump in from even a slightly different angle, especially from the repetition perspective. Um, Now, there is a massive difference between faith and craft, but even from a craft perspective, repetition is what actually gets the thing inside of you, it gets a mm. second nature. And so from like a, from martial arts perspective, it's a repetition of the kata, it's a repetition of the forms, it's a repetition of the drills, the repetition of press-ups, sit-ups, runs, whatever that actually drills you and conditions your body into what you're trying to be, into what you're training to be. And the same way it's it's the repetition of, of again, like the repetition of being on God, in God's word, repetition of God's God's word in terms of even from the Bible or audibly or whatever, that gradually allows it to sink into your heart. Um, I have heard of stories where people have just, have repeated the either Sunday stories or Lord's Prayer or whatever, and they found themselves in compromising situations. And those were the first words that came back to them, just by virtue of all that repetition. And it came back to them so cleanly and clearly, and then there, then there was that conviction. And so, even though when they were reciting it initially, it was empty and hollow, but in their time of need, God used that very same thing that had been drilled back and drilled into them Mm -hmm. to lead them into a different space. But some people, as well, it's not even as, as though they had backslidden or they were in a compromising situation, but they were in church praying it. And then there was just something about that day, that situation where they actually pondered what they were praying on and it resonated even more. And it took them into a space of reverence and actually recognizing the words that they were praying. Um, And I do recognize as well that most church traditions, and I say traditions from the perspective of Pentecostal, um, evangelical, blah, blah, blah not so much traditions from the perspective of what they're doing but what they they affirm um almost not almost they do emphasize one part or a couple of parts of the faith where pentecostal pentecostals easy example would be the movement of the Holy Spirit coming from Pentecost, where it's just the Holy Spirit is out. Let's do the works. Let's let's walk in the Spirit. Let's let's do all of these things. And so most of their activities would, and what they emphasize would be around what that church tradition is about. Um, but again, I do like the, the caveat that Peter brought. Like if it's not beneficial, if it is taking us away from the heart of faith, which is Christ then let's do away with it. Let's not hold any tradition or any activity or any phrase, whatever, liturgy, whatever. Let's not hold it so precious that we're willing to trade Jesus for it. Let's let's not do that. That's idolatry. Um, But in recognizing that, even even simple things as, I know, I believe that in in Catholicism, their main thing is almost like the holiness and this reverential notion of God. And so that's why they kind of bring the the incense and stuff to almost emphasize you're now coming into this holy space and blah, blah, blah. And their church buildings are very massive in terms of the actual main hall to emphasize again, like this this is grandeur, like this is the presence of God. Um, and so yeah, things are geared around, and evangelicals is very much around the word of God. And so they they are not so much about the building, but they're about yo, when you come, us men are doing this biblical exegesis. Us man are doing we're going through Martin Luther's 95 thesis, where we're we're breaking these things down. Um, and that's what their services are geared around. Um, and so that there's there is a history and there's a lineage and there's a reason why they are where they are, but that reason should never trump what God is doing. Um, and where he's trying to lead them, um, yeah.
0: Hmm.
2: That's good. What, should... what do you think about traditions and, and stuff like that in the church? Should, do you think we should stop celebrating Christmas and stuff?
0: Uh, no. I think that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think no. we've. With... Oh, before I get into that, I just wanted to say that a, a tradition that I I do miss partaking in. Is making Christingles. Making what? Christingles. (laughs) I don't know.
1: I I I didn't know about them until I got to the Church of England.
0: Yeah, it's it's a Church of England thing. So, like, like you take an orange and then you stick a candle in the top of it. And then you've got like like toothpicks. You put it inside the orange and then you've got like little jelly babies that you put in it. And then there's like a, a ribbon that goes around it. It's got a whole meaning So the orange is the world yeah. The yeah. ribbons is like The blood of Jesus The candle is Is him be the light of the world?
1: Yeah Light of the world And, and, then, and then, then the, the jelly the babies The jelly babies are the people So it's like Jesus' blood is the light of the world Like Jesus is the light of the world And his blood kind of Wraps the world and stuff So it's this symbolic
2: On the toothpicks Like literally stabbing the jelly babies
0: Yes yeah. Yes they are Just like Jesus stabs us Through the heart
2: With conviction
0: okay anyway um no what when it comes to easter and christmas i think that is a tradition that should stay um because then at least once a year church as a whole are focusing their minds on you know the beginning and the end of jesus's earthly life you know it's like the, it's like the beginning of the miracle of his birth to the end, the miracle of his death and resurrection. And it's also, and those two are also a time when non-believers will come to church or, or people that say they're Christians but only come during those times will come to church. <laughs> so at least they get in the, the two a year in, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, from five a day to two a year. Hmm.
0: By, by any means. Yeah. And, and yeah, like I think that it would be nice if you could talk about the, the, the birth of Jesus any time of year. But I think having it in, in, in a specific time, it helps people to remember. Like like you guys are saying, uh, and like remembering is good. You know? Um, Even if you can't remember the intermediaries at least you remember the beginning and the end
1: um. yeah I, I I, really in terms of like Lent, Epiphany, Pentecost all of those stuff I think Epiphany is Pentecost I think it is Pentecost um, I have vibes with it even though I don't I don't adhere to it I've never done Lent I had my vicar like, oh yeah, I'm doing that. I'm like, good for you. Um, <laughs> I have vibes of it. And even this conversation is is almost putting me in a place of like, oh, you know what? I might actually start taking it more seriously. Because um, I see a mirror between the Old Testament festival of booths, tabernacles, blah, 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 yeah. Um as concrete times for the nation of Israel to remember what God has done. Hmm. Um, and there being like a new Testament equivalent, even though it wasn't, um, instituted doctrinally in terms of do this, but it, it's in place as remembrance, um, remembrance for like Pentecost, what the Holy spirit coming down and the church almost being ushered into this new age. Um, just remembering these things, um, and again, there's. I think there's something, as Robert said, there's something beautiful about the whole body of Christ being, arguably, on the same page during these points. Um, it almost reminds. I say arguably, because some people be doing some bad stuff, but um, like the month of, like the time of Ramadan, knowing that all Muslims are fasting. As, as, as a religious group, everyone is fasting. Everyone who takes their faith seriously anyways is fasting and who is able to. And then there is just this like solidarity, this it's modern, powerful. It's, it's, It is, and I'm not trying to say let's copy them, but it's just like, there's something about that. And then it, Ending of the pilgrimage to Mecca and stuff is just like yo. There's this, there's this unity. There is, yeah. There's something there that is, is that that movement is strong.
2: So, throwing a spanner in the works. Does it matter that you know, for instance, Christmas is centered around the winter solstice and all these other random pagan things are got mixed in, and Easter is scheduled for the um, the fertility. Yeah I mean, and, um, I mean as,
1: as Paul says, um, we know that these gods are no gods and those who worship them are worshiping no gods. They are not able to speak, they're not able to do anything. But if you wor- if you worship them thinking they are something, then you float essentially. Um, and so there is freedom to, to eat. Um, from attempt like meat meat offer to idols because idols are nothing. But if that makes your brother fall, then don't do it. And so I feel like there's there is this room to navigate in that I am not celebrating the fertility god as I'm as I'm banging through Easter. When I you're not banging Easter eggs. I mean, they're for the kids. Bunnies. Yes, bunnies. Bunny obviously is fertility and that um Thanks. but it, it's 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 but the good, the good, thing, the good it. thing yeah the good thing that i'm i'm happy about so yeah like fam I, I bang for easter but a good thing that i'm happy about is we're very intentional about communicating the underlying reasons to the children mm. and helping them understand that yo like we're getting you an easter egg not because that's what it's about mm. But like this is what it's about. But there's Easter eggs and we don't want you to be missing out. So here you are. And even on Christmas, when they get new toys, they're almost we're always like, Christmas isn't about new toys. And we are in the habit of getting the kids to give away toys as well as getting new ones. And so there's just this cycle of old things going, new things coming. Um and so they're able to be a blessing to somebody else, even as they're being blessed with new toys um so there is that second i'm not trying to be like oh humble brag um but just being very intentional around helping them recognize that the gifts that they're getting isn't the purpose or the or the reason behind this there's something much deeper um yeah. this is just yeah it's happening in the world and we don't want you to miss out but there's something deeper, and we hope that that resonates
0: um yeah yeah, and I'm and I'm reminded of how like Paul would use points of reference that the people who he was preaching to would understand. Mm. Um, so yeah, so he he would start with what they knew, mm. and then bring bring Christ into it. Come on, and then for, for which would make it easier for them to bridge the connection between the yeah. two. And and in, in, in the same way, uh, I feel like Christmas and Easter and other things can can do that. I Think it gets a bit too far when people be trying to be having praise parties on Halloween and stuff,
2: mm-hmm.
0: it's okay. Um, but, but isn't, you know, the,
2: isn't the origin of All Hallow, or Hallows Eve Christian
0: though? Yeah, and it somehow and somehow it's... the world has has corrupted it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so you're taking what? it back. Take it back with your praise party. Come on,
1: it's um, so the, I know that churches that would have a light party where yeah um
2: you call just the saints and prophets only.
1: Uh, to, the, one, <laughs> the one that I saw, they were in all seventies with like the neon stuff with glow sticks and all sorts. Um yeah they were so much better. But, but I know that in the in the I believe it's Mexican, it might be Latin American. It might be just then the general Latin America. Um Have you guys seen the film Coco? No, but are you oh,
0: about Day of the, of the Dead. dead. Yeah. Stuff like that, yeah, so there's there's yeah, there's a
1: night of the dead where there's crossover and stuff like that, and I believe that this is where it kind of comes in from. Um, yeah, all of these things kind of mesh, but I know that there's a Christian thing on the same day. Um, so yeah, it's it's just all mixed up. Um, yeah, so Halloween is just I wouldn't I wouldn't do Halloween. I don't, we don't do Halloween. And layers always like, oh yeah, we don't do Halloween. We don't we don't do witch stuff. I'm like, yes, yeah, right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's mm-hmm. right.
0: Uh, I used to bang Halloween, bro.
1: bro I've never, made me feel I've better never about done Halloween, it. bro.
0: I've never
1: done Halloween, bro.
2: I don't know, when I was super young, I went as uh, Fred Flintstone, for some reason.
1: Hey, who? <laughs> I
2: saw this one My picture, mom. yeah.
1: I saw you went as Fred Flintstone. What black Fred Flintstone? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I had a club and everything.
1: <laughs> just playing in stereotypes, all you Africans, just your cars have no engines, you use your feet to drive. Um, he, there was this meme on Christmas where people were giving out Scotch Bonnet Peppers as their Halloween treats. <laughs> yeah,
2: well, that's not help, that's not safe.
1: Man. So, the kids, there, there was just a bowl of it outside. Yeah, help yourself, the kids. Were oh, young. That's mean. Yeah,
2: that can get you sued. I'm sure that could get you sued. Yeah, because they didn't have to take it.
1: You didn't have to. That's in not bad bad. Nah, That's
2: me.
1: <laughs> I would that's dip it mean. in chocolate. <laughs> Come looking like a like a Malteser. <laughs> 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 it's got a little crunch to it. That's uh, yes, yeah. So I I I I've, I've vibes with the different festivals. I think any anything anything, humanly speaking, can become an idol. I mean, even mm. the the bronze serpent that Moses created became an idol. Mm. Gideon created a, a statue for himself that became an idol. Um, like, knowledge has become an idol. People's um, ability to be able to do signs and wonders has become an idol. Like, mm. everything and anything can be an idol. And so with everything that we pursue or we place emphasis on even if it's worship worship imagine worship doesn't idol yeah, i worship god in it like, i do this like what um so everything and anything that we place emphasis on we need to ensure that there's this constant heart posture of this has been like below god like god is up here and everything else is, is beneath um yeah, which includes tradition, rightly so, should include tradition and everything that we do to remind ourselves of God doesn't replace God. Hmm. Like nice yeah. What do you say? I said, or doesn't I said, or doesn't fight for his position? Hmm. And I think that's that's the that's an issue that the Muslims have with Christians. Cause they're like, as soon as you place anything or anyone on the same level as God, you flopped. And so they're like, for us to say, Jesus is God, we flopped. Mm. So that, that's why they're not willing to entertain that conversation. Cause they're like, yeah, as soon as you place anything like they say, the Lord, your God is one. Do not place anything beside me. As soon as you place anything beside me, you've missed the mark, you flopped, you have deviated. And so to say, Jesus is God, you've missed the mark. I'm not going to entertain it. Jesus is not God. God is God. Um, yeah.
0: Salam alaikum and ting.
1: Man did the hand signs as well, uh, Cool.
0: Hookups. Hookups, hookups, hookups.
2: I can go first. So my hookup will be, uncharacteristically, a Mac hookup uh, for the Mac users, Uh, since now I am a Mac user. A Mac user. Um, it's It's an app called Raycast, and essentially it replaces Spotlight, Spotlight on MacBooks, in macOS, it's like universal search. So you can use it to quickly navigate your your machine, use it to open up apps, use it to search the web. And Raycast does that at a different level. And so it's really, really powerful. Um, you can use it to do calculations, search websites, or without having to actually open up any given app. You literally use a shortcut. You type in a search and then, you know, it gives you everything. You can you a few clipboard history. Uh, yeah, Raycast is really good because it has all these plugins, like clipboard history, like using it to create specific types of screenshots, use it for window management. It's really, really powerful. And it's free. So check out Raycast. I would like you... to, to ask quite a second. Yeah, 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 yeah. no, it's free. Um, Check out Raycast on uh, macOS if you are if you use Mac OS, you will uh, it, it's it, it makes things run a lot smoother, a lot more efficiently. So kill.
0: Want to go
1: next Moses? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do my thing. Um, so my thing is very simple. The same as last week. pre mm. that Instagram. Saturn's about to drop. Yeah. H Muse H Pre the Instagram This week Sound's about to drop So pre the Instagram please Yeah Yeah that's it
0: What does the H and the H stand for?
1: Head and heart Head and heart (laughs) (laughs) Yeah head and heart I couldn't do H H Muse Because that was taken so yeah, I did H music. Okay, does we one word?
2: Yeah.
1: R A Y C A S T
0: Yeah Okay. <laughs> My hookup is an album from two thousand and eight. Mm. Um P Money is Power. Mm. P-Money is power P-Money is power <laughs> <laughs> Yes It's by the grime artist P-Money And
1: P-Money I sh- Yeah, I, sh- I should just hook up his Daily Duffy Because that was fire
0: His Daily Duffy was fire His Daily Duffy was fire Yeah, I showed that to Andrea And then we went down a bit of a memory A memory Memory lane and I showed her this album. Well, wow. even back then he was barring. Mm.
1: Yeah, I didn't realize that he's done he's done a few songs with the sidemen. It's like raw. I
0: didn't even know that he'd he done that.
1: Yeah, so he's done a track with KFI, he's done a track with Toby. Um, I think he's done a couple of a couple of the others as well. But I'm like, raw. look at you, boy yeah p money p money yeah 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 yeah
0: yeah 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 what did he say somebody tell me what did he say Jeez. <laughs> i think you're asking oh cool. <laughs> <laughs> pr pr anyway um shout out to Rich for the intro outro to music capital for the audrey mace logo twitter at the furnace uk instagram at tbs furnace you can email us at tbsfurnace You can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash Baxter's Furnace, apostrophe. On all good podcasts, and websites and apps to Baxter's with an apostrophe. And that's it.
1: Sweet.
0: So this is The Blacksmith's Furnace signing out. Hello.
1: <sighs> Hello